for our uh, House of Destiny Church family, and we thank and praise God for our online community that has been so faithful in, in listening and all the other aspects of the networks that we are connected with. We praise God for all of you, all the listeners, all that desires to hear what the Lord has to say. I want to say this morning that this word the Lord gave me a couple of weeks ago, or really last week, week before last, and uh, I've been through pure hell just to bring you this word And I know it's the adversary that he does not want this word because it's a word of of, a word of prophecy. It's a word of prophecy. And I uh, often say to people, I am not a prophet, but I'm one that hears what the Lord has to say. And I just speak what he has to say. And I am thankful and grateful for being that vessel that the Lord will use in this end time. So we do know that we're in the end time right now. But today, I want to share with us the word that the Lord has given unto us uh, to share with the people. Father, I thank you and I bless your name. Take full control. I pray, Lord God, that I be hid in Christ, that none of me be seen but all of you. I pray for the ears of your, your listeners. I pray for those that will hear your word. And receive your word. Let nothing, Heavenly Father, fall to the ground. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. We invite your attention to the book of Genesis, chapter number 41. Genesis chapter number 41 is where we invite your attention. When the Lord gave me, uh, uh, he dropped us in my spirit. And I asked him, I said, okay, God, now you're going to have to show me. Because I need to know if I'm going to expound, if I'm going to share, if I'm going to speak to your people. And what he dropped in my spirit was that that's coming is already in process. But what he said to me was there's going to be a great economic collapse. There's going to be a great economic collapse. We think that 2020, the latter part of 2020 and 2021 has been rough. But the next year and the upcoming year thereafter, we're going to see something even more devastating. But as Dr. Manley always say, when we end, I will give you hope. And there is hope for the people of God. And so he, when he said to me that there is going to be a great economic collapse in, in financial realm and there's a lot of things that's going to be happening, I asked the Lord, I said, okay, God, now you, you, you tell me, show me scripture to back up what you're saying here. And he takes me to the book of Genesis chapter number 41. Genesis chapter number 41. Very familiar. Um, sometimes we, we fail to realize that those things has been, has been uh, it, they shall come back around again. But here in Genesis chapter number 41, we're going to begin reading at verse number 29. Verse number 29. And I have you to ask that you stay close because as you stay close with the word, 
that means if you're present, if you're here, that means you have you are uh, responsible and accountable to pass this word on to others. You're responsible and accountable to pass this word on to others about what is yet to come. It's already in process. Now, verse number 29, Genesis chapter number 41, it says, Behold, there came seven years of great plenty throughout all the land of Egypt. Verse number 30 says, And there shall arise after them seven years of famine, and all the plenty shall be forgotten in the land of Egypt, and the famine shall consume the land. We have to understand in in, in this particular text is Pharaoh has had a dream. And he's needing someone to interpret what he has dreamt. Now, we have to understand that Pharaoh is, is, is a title like, like the president is a title. And the president, like any government official, has to respond to the economic welfare. And he also has to disperse justice to the people. And what God is saying, what God has spoke to me, he says, in the upcoming year and, and the year thereafter, what we shall see will be what we call a famine. That will be a drought. That it will be to such a degree that all that we've been blessed with, it would appear that we have nothing or it will appear that um, it doesn't even exist. Because in verse number 30, it says, because of the years of famine, the plenty that they had, the plenty that God has blessed us with, will be forgotten in the land. And the reason why the famine is going to consume. Right now, we seem to be doing okay. Even though we're struggling, some of us, even though there's situations and circumstances, and it appears that there are plenty out there that is just basically sitting on the waters and is being held back. What we fail to believe and, and, and know and understand that God is the orchestrator of all things. We looked and we say that, okay, man is doing this and man. But see, we have to also understand where is God in all of this? Because what has happened, uh, our world, our, our nations and, and America, we have forgotten God. And because we have forgotten God, God has to uh, allow things to happen in order to bring us back to the place where we're supposed to be. Right now, we're not interested in God. Right now, the world is not interested in God. Right now, people are not concerned about living holy. And see, holiness is still the way of life when it comes down to God. It says, the Bible says, without holiness, no man can see the Father. So we've got to be holy. Regardless of what the world is doing, God has set a standard that we all have to live by. And in order for us to get to that standard or get back to that standard, God has to intervene in our lives. And he intervenes in things in our lives with things that are very uncomfortable, very uncomfortable. 
if we are comfortable, think we are, we, we, we are uncomfortable now, wait until a little while. Wait, wait, wait until a little while. The Bible says now that, that, that they have forgotten the plenty. So that means it's going to be really, really rough. They have forgotten plenty, the plenty that they had. And then verse number 31 says, in Genesis chapter 41, it says, And the plenty shall not be known in the land by reason of that famine following, for it shall be very grievous. It's going to get rough. Hard times is coming. Hard times is coming. You ain't seen nothing yet. You ain't seen nothing yet. See, there is going to be a great economic collapse. This, this, this whole financial system, God says, it's going to collapse. We're going to get on down there. We're going to get on down there. Now, looking at now verse number, verse number 53. Verse number 53 in Genesis chapter 41. It says, and the seven years of plenteous that was in the land of Egypt was ended. We think we got a few coins now. <laughs> it's going to end. That, that plenty, that excess that you have, being able to go and, and get what you want, that you do desire, uh, that's going to come to an end. I'm speaking prophetic word. It's going to come to an end. Now, verse number 54 says, And the seven years of drought began to come. See, God will always bless you in the beginning. We just got to have enough sense to put up. But most people don't have that mentality. That's, oh, Holy Spirit. That's why you can't give a poor man a whole lot of money. Because the reason why when you give a poor man a whole lot of money, the next thing will happen, the poor man going to be broke. Because he does not know how to handle what God gives. That's why the Lord, he runs a risk when he blesses us in abundance. But here in this word, in verse 54, it says, And the seven years of drought began to come. Began means it was a process. It's not going to happen all at once. It's going to be a process. It said, it began to come according as Joseph had said, and the drought was in, look at this, and the drought was in what? All the lands. But in all the land of Egypt that was bred. It, see, the way God operated, it talks about how the drought was in all of the land. But when he says, now Egypt that was bred in Egypt, Egypt is representative of the world system. See, sometimes when, 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 when we as the body of Christ seem like everything has dried up and, and, and the world is prospering, because see, that's why David had a problem. David said his feet almost slipped when he saw the prosperity of the world. See, so often the body of Christ, we look at the world and we begin to want what the world has, but what we do not understand, after a while, that's going to end too. It's going to end. Now, when it talks about in all the land, that means this thing is going to be global. It will not just be America, but it will be global in all the lands. 
You see, the land has an S on it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a famine all over the world that one nation won't be able to help another nation. I'm, right now, I'm already said America is just like a third world country. <laughs> America is just like a third world country. That's a lot of things. When you, when, you, when you look at the third world countries, things that they don't have, in a little while, you're going to see those same things. That we can see, we're going to see more than empty shelves in a little while. It's already happening now. It's just slowly. See, we, we are so caught up in, in, in the business of this world that we can't see what's really happening. Little bit by little bit, things are being depleted. Things are not being produced. We think, they, we think they're out there and they're just sitting on that water, just waiting for it to come to us. But no, after a while, when droughts, droughts are in the land, that means food cannot be produced. When the government pays off the farmer not to raise his crops, that means food is not going to be produced. It's going to be a famine, God says, all over this world. Global, a global famine, a global drought. Say, yes, Lord. Now, look at verse number 55. Remember now, the bread was in Egypt, okay? Now, in verse number 55 in Genesis chapter 41, it says, And when all the land of Egypt was famished, remember, before they had bread. All right? Now he said, And when all the land of Egypt was famished, the people cried to Pharaoh, for bread. And Pharaoh said unto all the Egyptians, Go unto Joseph, what he saith to you, do. Key, watch this. Remember, we said Pharaoh is just like the president. Symbolic. It's, it's a title, but it's representative of the government. But here. Now, he says now, he says now, he says now, he said in verse 55, and when all the land of Egypt was famished, they didn't have anything, the people cried to the Pharaoh for bread. People will be looking to the government for their help. It's going to get, I hear your Holy Spirit, it is going to get so bad that the people are going to be looking to the government for assistance. And you know what? They have just set us up. How do we get set up? You call it the stimulus money. When everything got shut down, people lost their jobs. What happened? The government issued out checks, did it not? Things was tight. Think of, open your expand your mind and think. When the job shut down, people was not employed. Things was hard to get. All of a sudden, they come up with a bill that they can agree on to give some money, to a, little, a little bit of money, a little bit of money to everybody. So the government subsidized. See, they, 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 they know how to do it little by little in order to keep it deceived. If they give you too much, then they'll know, you'll know what's happening. But when they can spoon feed you, and see, that's what the government doing. They spoon feeding you. That's what they did. Okay. Said so they got, they, they looked to the government. When things got real bad, they looked to the government. Now, you got to understand now, prior to this, 
the God gives Pharaoh the dream. And we'll get to that, that, ver- that verse near the last. He gives Pharaoh this dream and he shows him what's going to happen. Do you not know the government already know what's going to happen? You just don't know it yet. But the government, even though they know, even though God has spoken, they can't interpret what they've learned or what they've seen. So what do they have to do? They go find him a man of God. They found Joseph. Joseph, God positioned, God has positioned people in the right place at the right time to save his people. The government has not a clue. They do not have the answer how to solve the problem. Only the people of God know what to do. The body of Christ. Great economic collapse. Hmm. Now, verse number 56 in, in Genesis 41 says, And the famine was over all the face of the earth. Is that it? It says, The famine, hard times, was over all the face of the earth. And Joseph opened all the storehouses because remember now, he's doing this for the government. He's been put in position. And sold unto the Egyptians, and the famine waxed sore in the land of Egypt. You know, remember a while ago we read the scripture? Bread was in Egypt. Now the world don't have anything. The world don't have anything. He sold it. Let me show you something. We're going to get there. You have to follow me now. You have to follow. You have to listen. You have to follow. The famine is over the entire world. It's everywhere. It's not only in the body and what they call the land of Canaan, but it's also in the world symbolic of Egypt. He says he opened all the storehouse. They had it. They had it, but they're going to sell it to you. What do you say? In verse 56, say, and Joseph opened all the storehouses and sold, sold. Now, you, look why you're going to see where it came from. They're they going to sell you your goods back to you. Watch the scripture. Watch the scripture. Now, watch the scripture. It says now, he sold unto the Egyptians. And he talks about how the famine waxed so in the land of Egypt. Now, in verse number 57, it says, and all countries came into Egypt to Joseph for to buy corn because the famine was so sore in all lands. Everybody will come to a centralized location, a centralized uh, point to buy the goods, okay? Because the famine is going to get real, real, real bad. It's going to really get bad. Now, Looking at verse number 32 in Genesis chapter 41. Genesis 41, verse number 32. Verse 32 says this. For that the dream was doubled unto Pharaoh twice. It is because the thing is established by who? God. And God will shortly bring it to pass. God always reveals what's going to happen before it happens. 
And what he did, he revealed it twice. In, in the dream, they talked about the fat cattle and the skinny cattle and, 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 the, and the plenties of corn, how, how there was plenty, and all of a sudden it becomes a lot less. But he gives it, he, he reveals it to the Pharaoh, as we forestated, but he did not understand what he saw. Right now, they do not understand what's really going on. Whether we realize it or not, we are so close to a recession or in the process of recession or to enter into a depression, we don't understand that. You know why? Because when President Obama took over, we were through and right after Bush, we were in a recession and did not know it. And when he opened it up and he revealed it, that's when we knew we were in a recession close to a depression. All they did was put a bandage on it. That's all they did. They put a bandage on it. They didn't fix the problem because, see, Congress doesn't know how to fix anything. They, 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 they have no idea how to fix anything. All they know how to do is argue among one another. They, 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 they don't have, they don't have the understanding to, to seek out, as the Bible says, godly counsel. See, right now we, we need some direction. And they are not giving direction because they don't know God. But there is coming a great economic collapse, a financial collapse is coming. It's, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's roll, we're rolling. <laughs> now, let's go to Genesis chapter number 47 because I want to get this, get this in as much as I can. Get it in as much as I can. Genesis chapter number 47. Still dealing with this famine. Still dealing with the collapse. Okay. Genesis chapter 47, verse number 13. Are we there? It says, And there was no bread... In all the land. For the famine was very sore so that the land of Egypt and all the land of Canaan fainted by reason of the famine. In other words, everybody's going to be under the gun. Everybody. The best thing we need to do is make sure we know God. Everybody will be under the same situation. That's why when they, when they have tornadoes and, and hurricanes and things are literally, literally torn apart, the playing field is the same for everybody. It doesn't matter where you're poor or where you're rich. Because when a tornado comes through and tear up a whole city, a hurricane comes through and can destroy the whole city, everybody is on the same playing field. In this thing, in this collapse, everyone is going to be on the same playing field. Somebody said, well, I'm going to have me some money. Show you in the scripture. Show you in the scripture. Everybody is going to be on the same playing field. Now, verse 14, put that up there. Verse number 14. Is it up? Okay. 14 says this. And Joseph gathered up all the what? 
money that was found in the land of Egypt, the world, and in the land of Canaan, represented by the price, for the corn, for the corn, the food, which they bought. And Joseph brought the money. Where? Whose house did the money go in? Pharaoh represented the government, just like the president. The government. He, the Bible says here, he, he gathered up all the money. Did you ever think about why they were trying to pass? See, that's why we need to get our head out of sand. They were trying to pass a thing where if you put, have put $600 or more in your banking account, or if you take out $600 or more in your bank account, they wanted it to be reported to the IRS. What's up with that? Right now, you can put in up to over $10,000, up to $10,000, and it does not have to be reported by the bank. $10,600, that's a long way down. So in other words, they want to make sure they know what you got. And there's a reason. First thing Joseph did, he gathered up the money. See, we got to understand there's a plan in place. Oh, I heard a word that said, and we are the guinea pig. (laughs) He gathered up all the money, and the Bible says now that uh, he brought the money into Pharaoh's house. The money was accumulated... It accumulated for the government. He placed the money, your money, my money, the world's money, the body of Christ's money. They all they gathered up all the money. They did it in exchange for the corn. In other words, corn is symbolic of the food because the, the famine was great. Okay? Why do you think? We look at inflation. I remember about, and I said this before, I remember I used to love Smithfield bacon. It was good. It didn't, you know, it didn't, didn't shrink up a lot. It had a good flavor. Paid about five, six dollars. And now if you're going to get it, you've got to pay 11. Same pack, same, same amount of strips, but it's double in the price. Inflation ain't nothing yet. It's going to get even higher. Your money ain't going to do you no good. Now watch this, watch this, watch this. Now, Say so the money now is gathered and it's put in Pharaoh's house, okay? The government got the money, all right? Now, verse 15 says this. And when money did what? Money failed. And when money failed in the land of Egypt and in the land of Canaan, all the Egyptians came unto Pharaoh and said, Give us bread. For why should we die in thy presence? For the money faileth. It's going to be so devalued and things going to be so high. It's just like your money is worthless. They said money failed. The money failed. Right now our money is failing. Because you can't buy what you used to buy with it. Things are collapsing. All around us, and we we got our head in the sand. We got our ears closed. We don't want to hear truth because we think, okay, it's going to be all right. Let me tell you something. You put you some stuff up, 
And don't tell nobody you put nothing up. Because the, the government will be at your door confiscating what you got for them saying, you better know what's going on. Things are going to get worse, and they know that it's going to get worse. Money faileth. The stock market is hitting rock bottom just about every day. People are losing money. Not only are they losing money, but they are losing their minds. Money is failing. It's failing now. It's failing. Now, watch, watch, watch how it unfolds here. Verse number, verse number 16 says, and Joseph said, watch this. And Joseph said, give your cattle and I will give you for your cattle if money fail. In other words, there comes a, what they call the barter system, the exchanging of goods. Since my money is failing now, this is what I want to do. This is what they're saying. Now, understand, this is really, Joseph is symbolic representing the government too because he's working for them. But he also realized he's working for God, too. Now, he says, now, you give your cattle, your livestock. If your money's failing and you can't buy anything, now, I want this other stuff that you can use to survive with. See, you got to be stripped. See, that, that's the ultimate goal is to strip the people of God so they can rely on the government. Give you a little check. That's what that is, give you a little check. Wake up. Oh, I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait. We're going to get that check and we're going to be able to sit down. As soon as you sit down and got the check, you're ready to go back to work. How stupid can you be? They already giving you money and the wisdom will say, okay, you know you don't make no $900 a week. The, that amount you had prior to that, you was taking care of your bills. You take that other and you put it up because that check going to get cut off. See, so many people was fooled that it was going to keep on coming. See, they know how to hook you. Government know how to hook you. And what did we do? Oh, we went out and we bought coke. No, oh, I didn't put mine in the bank. Now, this sister here, all we do is recycle stuff anyway. They took that, <laughs> that money and they went out and they bought cars and they, they, they bought TVs and uh, everything they thought their hearts desired, not realizing that check was going to get cut off. There is not a job that I know of, especially unless you're really paying, really having, ha- having a good job, but you've, you're sacrificing your total life that's going to pay you $900 a week. You don't have no life when you got that kind of money. And they let you draw it long enough to get you hooked. That's like the way the Satan do sin. He let you, he let you go, go long enough until he can get, get you hooked on whatever he's offering. The same thing. The, 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 the barter system, there's some exchanging going on. Now watch verse number 17. Verse 17 now. Verse 17 in Genesis chapter 47. It says, And they brought their cattle unto Joseph. And Joseph gave them bread in exchange for horses and for the flocks 
and for the cattle of the herds and for the asses, and he fled them, and he fed them with bread for all their cattle for, watch this, that year. That year. 2021 about to end. 2022 is about to begin. That year. That year. You're going to see that exchange. Your money's failing because inflation, inflation is out, out of the roof. It's going to get worse. And all of a sudden, they won't want you, okay, you bring this now. You don't have any money. Your money's failing. So what, what you do have, if you're growing your own vegetables and you think you got that little land and you, you're able to produce it, then the government going to say, come on, bring that. Let me buy that from you. You, 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 you bring that. And I'm going to give that in exchange for something. You're going to have that bartering system going on. Hmm. Want your lifestyle. Everything that, that, that gives you life, they're going to want. Now, look at verse number 18 in Genesis chapter 47, verse 18. 18 says, when that year, is it that? When that year was what? So that means it's going to last longer than more than one year, right? It says, when that year was ended, they came unto him the second year, 2023. What you see in 2022 is still going to be going on in 2023. The second year. They came unto him the second year and said unto him, we will not hide it from, not to call the government their Lord, my Lord. How that our money is spent, you're broke. My Lord also have our herds of cattle. There's not all left in the sight of my Lord, but watch this. But our bodies and our lands. What they want to do? They want to strip us. Until we become their slave. They ain't got nothing left. Nothing is left. He said, you know, he says there, there's not all left in the sight of my Lord, but our bodies and our lands. Okay. Got some land. After a while, they're going to want your land. They're going to even want your body. They want you to become slave to them. Listen, if you get to that point, and it will, <laughs> all of a sudden, you've got to relinquish everything just to get those few dollars they want to give you. Now he's talking about food. Food is scarce. That's why I said we're heading, we are almost like the third world country. I've been to third world countries. I know what it's like in a third world country. They don't have money. What they do, they grow their crop. One, one, one group may grow corn. Another one might grow uh, uh, some, some type of vegetables. And what they do, they come into an, an exchange. That's how they barter. This is how he's going to come into the place where we live. But the government wants you to be a slave. Now, think about it. Let's bring it on down a little bit. If you're on your job and they're paying you 
a decent, well, to man, a decent salary, paying you pretty decent by the hour. They are not going to let you stand around and do nothing. They're going to work your butt 10, 12 hours and necessary 14 and 16. They are going to work you. Not just five days a week, but six and seven days a week. You have become a slave. You don't even have a life. So if we're going to be set up to receive a check from the government, now do you think they're going to do us any differently? Help me understand this. If I'm a business owner and I own my own business, here's wisdom. How is another man going to tell you how to operate your business and it's yours? How can the government mandate to you, and I'm going here, how can the government mandate to you that you got to vaccinate your employees to stay open. And if you don't, you're going to be fine. And you own the business. What's up with that? Think about it. It's nothing wrong. It's up to every individual what they want to do. But no one else has the right to come in to you. Okay, thank you, Holy Spirit. I look like a fool if I allow you to come in my house and tell me what to do in my own house. Can I get on down there? Can, can, I, can I get down there where we can understand? Can I get there where we can understand? Who have a right? Who in here can come up into my house and take over my house that I pay the mortgage payment and they tell me what to do in my own house? And I'm making the payment. Think. Think. What's happening? They're already censoring everything. Oh, I got this smart TV. Whoo, God bless me. Honey, they got a camera up in that TV watching you. You better know what's going on. And there's nothing hid. Oh, I got this phone, I got this, I got iPhone, I got an iPhone, I got an Android, and you being tracked everywhere you go. They know where you're at. Why do you think they got location on there? You may think you're turning off location, but listen, them rascals are so shrewd and so cruel that they know every, every place that you go. You're being monitored. You're being monitored. I had a man came to my house. When he came, he came to fix the stove. We were in a conversation. You know what he said to me? He said, uh, you know, now they're talking about, I never, never, we met the man one time when he first came to check out the stove. First thing he says, the second time, this time we have a conversation. He said, you know, now they're putting chip in you. They want to put a chip in you. So they can track you, know everything about you. Wake up. 
great economic collapse. We're collapsing in more than one way. We're collapsing in more than one way. More than one way. Got to hurry along here. Got to hurry along with this word. All right, now, let me see. Where are we? Now, thank you, Lord. Becoming a slave, your bodies. Now, all they had left was their. Now, they didn't give up everything. All they got left now is their bodies and their land, and they're willing to sell it for bread. They're willing to sell. Now, verse number 19 in Genesis 47 says, Wherefore, this is how easily we will give up. Wherefore shall we die before thine eyes, both we and our land? Look at this. It says, by who? By us and our land for bread. And we and our land will be servants unto Pharaoh. What that mean? We will be slaves. Slaves unto Pharaoh. And then it says, and give us seed that we may live and not die. Seed, stimulus, check. Seed is money. And not die that the land be not desolate. Now, they won't, they won't, <laughs> the government wants the land and wants your body. They, they want you to work the land. That's how you're going to be. They're going to take you back. Everybody going back. There <laughs> won't be no one set, a certain set. Everybody going back to be the slave. They, they, they want your bodies. And the reason why they want your bodies is so you can work your own land that you pay for. Now you're exchanging your own land for a seed from the government. They ask for seed. What, 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 watch, let's, let's drop down to verse number 23, Genesis 47, verse number 23. It says this, Then Joseph said unto the people, Behold, I have bought you this day, and your land for who? Who's Pharaoh symbolic of? The government. If they can tell you what to do with your your own stuff, they own you. Hmm, probably going to get censored. (laughs) It says now, verse 23, Then Joseph said unto the people, Behold, I have bought you this day and your land for Pharaoh. Watch this. It says, Lo, here is seed for you. And you shall sow the land. In other words, you they're going to give you some seed and you're going to go out and you're going to plant stuff on your own land that they didn't got took from you. But then they're going to turn around and that which you have sold, they're they, they, they going to make us think they're gracious. Watch, watch the word, watch the word, watch the word. Verse number 24 now, verse 24 says, And it shall come to pass in the increase... That ye shall give the fifth part unto Pharaoh, and the fourth part shall be your own for seed of the field, and for your food, and for them of your household, and for food for your little ones. They're going to give you the seed now. 
to for to plant on your own land, which they've come you out of because the family's going to be so bad that you're going to be willing to give that up. But then they're going to tell you, here, you take this seed and you, you sow it. You, you go out there and you plant the garden. And, and from the increase, you are going to get a fourth part of it. But look who's getting a greater portion. It says, Pharaoh, in, that ver- in verse 24, after the increase, that you shall give the fifth part unto Pharaoh. How do you think we got them taxes we got now? That fifth part. The fifth part, you're going to give it to the government, and then you're going to keep this other little bit so, so you can feed your own family. You're going to have some food. <laughs> They've got a plan. They have got a plan. Watch verse 25 now. It says, and they said, now this is where you got to, you got to think. Verse 25, and they said, the people said, Thou have saved our lives. Well, you didn't gave them everything. Thou have saved our lives. Then he says, let us find grace in the sight of my Lord, and we will be Pharaoh's servant. I remember part of the dream that Sister Faith shared. And that part, I'm only that part right there about being slave to the government. That was part of the dream that she had had. God is speaking. Mm-hmm. Verse 26 says, watch this. And Joseph made it a law over the land of Egypt unto this day that Pharaoh should have the fifth part except the land of the priests only, which became not Pharaoh's. See, up until this time, even now, we're still paying taxes. And it's going to get worse and worse and worse. I don't care if they said we're going to do away with this particular tax, and we can shout hallelujah, well, you're going to be paying for it on another end. They're going to get that money. Because it said it was a law. <laughs> it was a law. Now, Gonna give us some hope. I don't want us to die out. We 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 we've been eating dinosaur meat because God said that's gonna be a great collapse, a great economic collapse. They said money's gonna start failing. You know. Now what? Here's hope. Here, here's hope. Verse number twenty-six, Genesis forty-seven, verse twenty-six. It says, um, verse number twenty-seven. I'm sorry, verse number twenty-seven. It says, and Israel dwelt in the land of Egypt. In the country of Goshen, and they had possessions therein, and grew and multiplied exceedingly. Now, God has a way of placing his people, and he will protect his people. Because, see, when God began to release things, he will always protect his people. In the midst of everything going on, if we're under the umbrella of God, and I will call that umbrella of God, I'll call it Goshen, we will be able to find peace in the midst of destruction. Destruction is coming. It's inedible. It's going to happen. But because we're God's people and we're in that land called Goshen, we will be able to have peace in the midst of destruction. And not only will we be able to have peace, but we will be able to find hope in a time of trouble. Because troubling times are coming. 
that great collapse, we have not seen nothing yet. But because we're under the umbrella of God, God's people, we will be able to find hope in trouble. Hmm. And then not only that, but, but, but we will be able to enjoy that peace and the calmness in the middle of the whirlwind of a storm. Well, let me tell you something. If we can get in the eye of the storm, there's peace in the eye of the storm. Everything else will be swirling. Everything around us is going to be swirling, just like a whirlwind. But we are being, because we're in God, we will be able to find peace in that storm. Hmm. We'll be able to have the light that will lead us. Around the darkness, because it's going to get dark after a while. It's really going to get dark. This is a word of prophecy. It's going to get dark. But God says, if we stay under the umbrella, we we continue to follow the light, we will be able to get around that darkness. Now, let me tell you something about the protection of God. You see, what we have to understand that when it goes back here, when things happen in Joseph's time, when the people was in Goshen and God released all the different plagues against Pharaoh. And see, that's coming too. They got, the government will get his. Because of what he's done to the people of God. When he released the plagues, there were, and when you go into the book of Exodus, you will find that where it may have held, or uh, it didn't hail uh, all over, it, it was where Pharaoh and his people were. That was nothing but hell. But in, in, the, in the land of Goshen, God's people didn't receive. See, some things we're not going to receive. We're not going to, if you're in the will of God now. Some things we will not be receiving. But, but then it, it talks about how the, the flies and, and all that, it consumed Pharaoh's house. But in the land of Goshen, nothing that they had was touched. See, that, that's hope there. Even though we see what's going on, what's happening, we have to remember God is going to protect his people. God's going to protect his people. But we have to have wisdom and to know that God will take care of us. He's going to take care of us during this time of the great economic collapse. Money's going to fail. It's going to fail. When I had that dream about digital currency, see, when I began to research, because I, I mean, that was something God gave me. I didn't know it even existed until I looked it up. And it's, it's, it's a way where man is trying to get around where the government cannot uh, be in control of their money. It puts the government out of the way. But see, they're not going to let that happen because they tried that before, and it didn't work. There is going to come a great economic collapse in the entire world. It will be global. But don't fear because God got you. God got you. You need to pass it on. Tell people, people that you know, tell your friends, it's going to get bad coming down the road. It's going to get bad. I'm not trying to instill fear in you. Not like the government trying to instill fear in you. Mm-mm. The only fear we need to have is the fear of God. 
But these things are going to happen. Not just in one year, not just in 2022. It's going to carry itself over into 2023. Prepare yourself. Prepare yourself. Because it's happening. It's going to happen. Money going to collapse. Money going to fail. Things are going to get higher. But if you prepare yourself now. You see, if we had to listen to God when God told us the first time to put stuff up, what, two or three years ago? Before things got hard, God spoke to us and said, you need to start preparing your stuff. Put some food up. It's going to get expensive. Some did, some didn't. And those that didn't, what we're doing now, we are paying the extra price. <laughs> if we had bought it when it was cheap, we wouldn't be having to pay for it double now. And see, now we're having to pay double. After a while, we're going to be paying triple. It's going to get more expensive, more expensive. Take the wisdom of God and be obedient. Be obedient. I hear in the spirit, you better put you up some water. I just heard that. Put you up some water. All of a sudden, so many different places now, the water is contaminated. They're finding diesel in the water. What's up with that? States got water been water been paused and got all this stuff in it. After a while, as we often say in this house, it's going to be in a theater near you. Y'all remember that when God brought that through, Dr. Manley? We were looking at all these foreign countries and what they were going through and what they were doing, how they were just rebelling against the government, how they were just flat out showing out. And we're looking at the movie. And he said, the Lord said, it's going to be in a theater near you. And what happened? It's in our theater right now. See, that's why it's so important that we hear what God is saying. And not only hear, but as the word of God says, become a doer and not just a hearer. We got to be doers of the word of God. So we make sure we, we as we've heard, as God has spoken, that, that there is going to be an economic collapse. That's going to get bad. It's going to get bad. All these things has to happen before the return of Christ. It has to happen. Main thing now is get our lives right with God. Because we will sell out for a piece of bread. Mm-hmm. Just, just your children running around. I'm hungry, Mom. I'm hungry. I'm hungry, Dad. I'm what we gonna eat? Well, you know, they selling this bread. We can go down yonder to the store, and they said uh, it's gonna issue out. You can go stand in the line and get you some some cheese and milk. Those days are gonna come back again. You better make sure you got your own cheese and milk because anything that the government give you has an attachment to it. Don't, don't, don't fool yourself. Hear that, world. There's going to be a great economic collapse. And it's already rolling. Now, let's give God a hand clap of praise for his word, for his word of prophecy. Amen. Amen, amen, amen.